It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Another good one for you today. As the Warriors beat the T-Wolves on Friday, 116-99. to Going to go over that a little bit. Warriors are also taking on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Going to go over that one as well. And some other news off the court. And a look at one of the major surprises for the Warriors this year. All that's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome in to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. As I mentioned, the Warriors beat the T-Wolves on Friday, 99 excuse me, 116 to 99, to remain, well, not undefeated. They went to 9-1. and one. Great start to the season so far. It was a good game. The The Wolves, uh, Timberwolves had a lead at, geez, I think going into the fourth they had a lead. So the Warriors came out, played pretty well. You know, all right. I don't know. It wasn't as warriors of a performance as we expect. I'd say this was the first not great game for Steph Curry, even though he still finished with 28 points, two blocks, seven assists and nine rebounds. But just he went four for 12 from three, 11 to 24 from the field. So not great. But that, again, that's him playing against his own greatness. Like, that's a good game, but it's just not what we expect or what we've seen from him in the first uh, two, three weeks of the season. Draymond Green is an absolute monster. If he continues playing this way, he will easily win uh, Defense Player of the Year. He finished with nine points, three blocks, one steal, 11 assists, nine rebounds. Draymond is on another level, as we all know, when he decides to lock in defensively. It's different than anyone else in the league. It's up there with Kawhi, maybe surpasses Kawhi, because Draymond can literally go one through five, where Kawhi could do fine against some some bigs, but I wouldn't want him on a big for a, an extended period of time during a game where Draymond, if you're telling me he's, you know, He's got Cat or Anthony Davis for 48 minutes. I'm feeling pretty damn good about that. KD, another good KD game. I mean, he was he was really good, actually. Uh, three of five from three, which is one of the better developments of not just the night, but the last couple games is KD's turning it on from three. 11 of 19 from the field, incredibly efficient, 33 points. He's just, he's Kevin Durant. You know, what else? what else can I say? What else can I say? What else can you expect from him? I'd say the best 
development was this was the first clay good clay game that wasn't an anomaly that wasn't unsustainable did i just go like triple negative there basically look the 14-3 game the the record-breaking game was awesome a ton of fun we all loved it but that isn't sustainable that was one great game and we enjoyed it i enjoyed the hell out of it but like i've been saying is something to watch for is when will he get consistent when will he have the games that he usually has you know the games that we can be sure we'll see over and over again and we got that on friday nine to 17 for 22 points four of nine from three was the big deal because after the the big the record breaker he you know went one of four so we're still just waiting for that consistency and for him to get back to normal but this seems like it's a step in the right direction and not only was it the totals wise a a good game but in the fourth quarter they were down down four, I think, going into the fourth. And in the first, you know, minute and 43 seconds, Clay puts up eight points. He gets a mid-range bucket and then two threes, and we're back. Clay's back. It was huge. It was huge, especially for that second unit that struggled to score. It was a great sight to see and great sight to see from Clay. Put him up, I think, two at that point, and then they were just off and running. Off and running. And speaking of the fourth quarter... Alfonso McKinney played all 12 minutes of that fourth quarter, and he, look, he changed the game. He was a major part of changing the game, and, you know, I'm sorry if you guys are getting tired of all the Alfonso McKinney talk, but it's a story, man. It's a story, and you should go check out his story. Uh, Anthony Slater has a great uh, sit-down with him on The Athletic just about his journey to the NBA and his time in Luxembourg and Mexico and then in the three-on-three league and then the G League. It's a pretty incredible story to be where he is right now. And I've tried to temper sort of my, I guess, expectations with him. Where this is a great run. This is a great 10-game run for him. I mean, it's a great run that he gets invited to training camp for the Warriors. And is really just trying to make the G League team. And then he actually makes the roster because Pat McCaw's not there. And then he starts getting minutes and plays better than he did in preseason or better than you would have thought at any time uh, throughout preseason or summer league. And now he comes in and plays the entire fourth quarter, goes three of four from the field, two of two from three, five rebounds, three of them offense, or excuse me, eight rebounds, three of them offensive rebounds, eight points. He's just, he's been playing really, really damn well. And it's a great story and it matters. It's different than than if Pat McCaw was in here doing it. Because Pat McCaw was a draft pick who we've seen play well at certain times. And if Pat McCaw came in and had this 10-game run that Alfonso McKinney's having, we'd say, great, Pat's taking a step. That's awesome. About time. Alfonso McKinney doing it is out of the blue. It's out of left field. No one expected it. So to see it is awesome. And the long-term ramifications of the fact that they potentially found someone off the scrap heap who will contribute this year but then also because of Bob Myers being a great general manager and working the avenues that are given to him by signing him to a two-way, which then allowed him to sign Alfonso McKinney to a two-year minimum deal. Alfonso McKinney, if this continues, or even if it falls off a little bit, but he's still a contributor, still a role player, they will have Alfonso McKinney for this year and next year at the minimum. And maybe this is maybe he starts to play better even. I mean, who knows? 
But even if this is what he is, they got him for very cheap. And this is incredibly important for a team like the Warriors. It's so top-heavy, especially salary-wise. So I'm sorry, but if Alfonso McKinney keeps playing this way, I'm going to keep talking about him. Might buy a jersey, too. No, I don't buy jerseys. But maybe like a jersey or something. Shout-out Alfonso McKinney. He's been great. Kavon Looney's another one. Came in, was solid. Two more offensive rebounds. That's the thing. Between Alfonso McKinney, Kavon Looney, Jonas Jerebko, and Damian Jones, pretty solid offensive rebounding team at the moment. I don't have the numbers to compare them to others, but Damian Jones, he's half his rebounds are offensive. And now he's not a great rebounder, so that's a whole nother thing. But the fact that he's got... Uh, what does he have? I think 26 rebounds on the year, which, again, that's not good. But 13 of them are offensive. That's pretty good. Looney, geez, I don't even know. He's averaging over two. I think McKinney, same thing. Jarebko, uh up there as well. So it's something that uh, they didn't really do before. And now they now they do. Now they are. And it's a big help. Those extra possessions when you have shooters like Clay, Steph, KD, those are huge. And McKinney. When you have a shooter like McKinney out there, just get him the rock. <laughs> Again, it's a small sample size, but McKinney started 10 to 17 from three. It'll be interesting to see how it progresses. I mean, I doubt he'll shoot 58% from three for the rest of the year. But, I mean, if he does... <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I keep going back to McKinney. Andre Guadalla played fine. He's actually sitting out tonight for rest. So, hopefully, that's all it is, really, that he's just resting because he's uh you know somewhat old in the nba world as i turn you, you know what no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna leave that out and you guys don't know what i'm talking about and i'm just being stupid right now but anyway andre guadala is out tonight uh like i said rest so who knows who that'll open up uh time for mckinney obviously is going to get his Maybe Jacob Evans, but I think it could be Quinn Cook because Steve Kerr had some things to say about Quinn Cook. Um, I don't know if it was unprompted. Like, I'm sure they asked about it, but but Steve Kerr had some some serious praise for Quinn recently. This is what he had to say. He's uh, a phenomenal human being just in terms of his acceptance of a role, his, uh, his awareness of you know, how this works, how the NBA works, and his ability to stay prepared when he hasn't played in a while. Um, that's everything you look for in a, in a role. So there's Steve on Quinn. Uh, I forgot to, as I've said, Andre Guadalla is out tonight, but I forgot to mention Sean Livingston remains out. So I think there's a pretty good chance that we'll see Quinn tonight, which I'm happy about. I, I'd love to see him get more time, as you've heard me say before, just because I think he contributes. I think he's a damn good scorer off the bench, and uh, Warriors could use that. They also brought up Damian Lee from the G League. Uh, Steph Curry's brother-in-law, also a small forward, two-guard kind of combo. Combo guy played some uh, handful of games with the Hawks last year. He could potentially get some minutes too, but obviously Quinn Cook and Jacob Evans are in, ahead of the line as far as that's concerned. So we will see Damian Jones this last game. He was solid couple oops in the first couple minutes. He ended with six points. 
he was all right. It'll be interesting to see how he does against Mark Gasol tonight. A better matchup for him because of how big he is. And, you know, Damian Jones did better against Gobert and Adams. So we'll see how that goes. But Gasol can take it out to the three-point line. It'll be an interesting matchup for sure. And just I want to see Jones' progression throughout the throughout the year. I mean, he's not a great rebounder right now. That's something he's going to have to improve on. Some of his instincts are going to have to improve, obviously. But I think you improve those by playing. And that's what he's going to be doing tonight and every night. So we will see. So Andre, Sean, and uh, DeMarcus Cousins all out tonight, leaving the Warriors kind of shorthanded. But bringing up Damian Lee should be all right. Warriors take on the Grizz tonight at Oracle. I believe it's on NBA TV, maybe. I think so. But anyways, going to look at that game coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy, golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Available in three colors, its thin light design, built-in HD camera, and touchscreen turns any space into your workspace. More at surface.com slash laptop go. What up, everybody? Welcome back. To Locked On Warriors, I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. The Golden State Warriors are taking on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at Oracle. And the Grizzlies are an interesting team, I guess you could say. A little inconsistent at times. They did lose last night to the Phoenix Suns. My Suns. That's a joke. Because I do like the Suns. I think they're good. (laughs) But... The the Grizz, that's a game they should have won. They're better than them. So they've had they fluctuated a little bit this year to where they'll have games where you're like, oh man, the Grizzlies, you know, Marcus Saul and Mike Conley are both healthy and blah, blah, blah. And then they go out and lose to Phoenix. So I don't know. It'll be an interesting one, but on the back end of a back to back coming into Oracle, I think it should be a pretty pretty easy win for the for the dubs but memphis is five and three they've played well so far i talked about matchups a little bit earlier with damian jones and marcus Gasol. that's one to watch as well as quinn cook potentially getting some time uh not just because of necessity but also because the size he can match up a little better with with mike conley even though mike conley's a great player there's just not the worry of you know someone shooting over quinn cook every every possession as far as everyone else, it's just kind of same old. Can uh, can Clay continue to be consistent? I, like, can Clay become his old self? And that's the thing; it's much longer than one or two games to figure out whether Clay is back to normal, because back to normal is him playing well every night, or the majority of nights, really. You know, can he continue to go? Four of nine, five of nine from three, or whatever it is. Just consistency from Clay is what we're looking for. 
And so that's something that we'll have to keep an eye on night to night. McKinney, how does he play? Is is he going to come back to earth at some point? And what does that look like when he does? Or is this just who he is? We'll see. Could Jordan Bell get some more run in this one? Because besides Marcus Saul, there's not a lot of huge size behind him. It's more of the Jordan Bell type matchups, Kevon Looney type matchups. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Can Kevon Looney continue his hot rebounding, you know, the, the offensive rebounds against a team that rebounds pretty well? They do have a good amount of size, actually, which is kind of funny because they're back, not really in the backcourt, though. That's the only thing. They have size pretty much everywhere else where most of their backcourt is, you know, 6'3", 6'4", which is also why I think Quinn Cook could get some run tonight. And also, Omri Caspi, Warriors legend, will be getting his ring tonight before the game, which good for him. I was wondering if the Warriors were going to give him a ring or not and whether he got a playoff share, which I doubt he got a playoff share because he wasn't there for it. But I'm glad he's getting a ring, even though it ended not great. Reports were that there were some players who didn't think he was fully committed to the Warriors or to the team or what have you. So I'm glad to see that it's that it's all good. He, he, I could see Omri just jacking up like six or seven threes just to kind of troll everyone here in Golden State. Like, you see, I can do it. I just didn't want to. <laughs> but he'll be uh, getting his ring. He had a nice little version of the Sham God crossover last night. Kevin Durant was asked about it. He said, uh, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was awesome. But he better not try that shit with me because I will take it. Uh, <laughs> that'll get stolen, and uh, he'll make a fool of himself. So, yeah, it's a pretty standard game. Not a ton going into it. I'm excited to see it. It's, it's weird that, you know, we had, we had Saturday and Sunday with no Warriors basketball. So I was watching a ton of other hoops. I, you know, Portland, I'm really interested in. Watch the Lakers get smacked by Toronto. Are you kidding me? Toronto with no Kawhi? It was hilarious. I hope you guys liked that one as much as I did. Uh, so I was watching a bunch of other hoops, but, man, they're not the Warriors. It's just not as enjoyable. So, like, two days with no Warriors is rough. I'm excited to have them back. Pretty standard game tonight. Nothing crazy. But 7.30 at Oracle. I think it's on NBA TV. Definitely check it out. I'll probably have a game review tomorrow. Uh, but come on back. Got a few more things to talk about before we wrap this one up. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm, here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. What up, everybody? Welcome back 
to Locked On Warriors. It's your boy, Charles T. Hamilton. What's up? Just finishing up today's show. Pretty standard. You know, the Warriors, they beat the T-Wolves on Friday, and they got the the Grizzlies tonight. Nothing too crazy going on. You know what else sucks, man? I was just talking about the two days off, Saturday and Sunday off. Well, guess what? Tuesday, Wednesday off also. So a little more struggle uh, waiting for the, the Warriors to play again. But I will say, if you are struggling, none of the NBA slate intrigues you. Check out the G League Warriors on Wednesday. They open up their regular season Wednesday night. And I'll be checking it out because I'm super interested in Marcus Derrickson, the two-way player that they signed who they had through summer league and training camp. They had a preseason game. He went, you know, 20 points. I think he was, what, 7-11 from the field, 7 of 10 from the field for 20 points, 4 of 6 from 3. I'm intrigued by the kid, so I'll be checking him out. Uh, If you guys are having Warriors withdrawals, check out the G League game on Wednesday. As far as tonight goes, obviously the Warriors game. Let's get to my other league pass picks. Rockets Pacers. Rockets at Pacers, 4 o'clock. I'm definitely going to be checking that one out because Pacers are one of the teams that I really like moving forward. And because the Rockets, I don't know. They, they're they rehiring their defensive coordinator, coach, uh, whose name I can't pronounce, so I'm not even going to try. He won't be there today. He's not going to have an effect on today's game. And we'll see what the effect is moving forward because that's great they're rehiring him. Are they getting Trevor Ariza and Luke Mbamute back? No, they're not. So we'll see how much of a difference he can make. Like, is Carmelo Anthony going to be able to defend all of a sudden? He's not. So it'll be interesting to see. But the Rockets 3-5, and five, even with their problems, we know they're better than that. So Rockets Pacers, definitely going to check that one out. Celtics Nuggets is another good one. I mean, tonight, there's a great slate tonight, man. Celtics Nuggets at 6 o'clock in Denver. That's another really good one. Raptors Jazz is solid as well. Pelicans Thunder also. There's a lot of good games, man. So it's hard for me to just pick two, but if I had to, I'd definitely go Rockets Pacers and Celtics Nuggets. Check those out. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Charles T. Hamilton. This has been Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Bay Area sports fans, this is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked On Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. 
This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.